Uh, this is an exemplary church. El apóstol Pablo tiene una relación muy especial con esta iglesia. The apostle Paul had a, a special relationship with the believers in this church. Es la única iglesia en el que él cambia su estilo de saludo. Uh, it's the, actually it's the only church where Paul changes a little bit the greeting. Saluda esta iglesia de una forma muy amical. Uh, he, he greets this, this, this church in a very friendly way. Porque tenían exactamente una relación única. Because they had a unique relationship. Pero por qué? But why? Porque la iglesia había mostrado seguir al Señor Jesucristo de una forma sincera. Because this church proved to be following the Lord in a very sincere way. Y en el capítulo 1, Pablo muestra tres características de esta iglesia. And in chapter 1, Paul is going to give three specific characteristics about this church, the believers in this church. Que no solo son aplicables a la iglesia, sino a nosotros como personas. That actually, it not only applies to a church, but actually it applies to us as individuals. En el versículo del 2 al 4. Uh, in the verses from 2 to 4. Uh, I'm going to read it. First uh, Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 2, uh, we, we read, We give thanks to God always for all of you, making mention of you in our prayers, constantly bearing in mind your, your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the presence of our God and Father, knowing, brethren, beloved by God, his choice of you, For our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction, just as you know that what kind of men we prove to be among you for your sake. Este saludo es hermoso porque Pablo está diciendo, siempre me acuerdo de ustedes. There's a special uh, flavor in this greeting because basically what Paul is saying is, I always have you in my mind. Y cada vez que me acuerdo, me provocan gratitud. And each time I think of you guys, I have gratitude. E inmediatamente me pongo a orar por ustedes. And I pray for you guys. Se pueden imaginar a un apóstol dando gracias a Dios por una iglesia y orando por esa iglesia. Can you picture in your mind an apostle remembering a group of believers and instantly Praying for them. Y la primera razón de su gozo, de su gratitud y de su oración es la fe de esta iglesia. And the first reason of his gratitude and of his uh, uh, desire to pray for them, it's the faith that they reflect. La forma en cómo ellos recibieron el evangelio. The way that they receive the gospel. El evangelio llegó a ellos de una forma muy especial. The gospel came to them in a very special way. Versos 5 y 6. In verses 5 and 6. Leo 5 y 6. Sí. Uh, verses 5 and 6. For our gospel didn't come to you in word only, but also in power in the Holy Spirit, and with full conviction, just as you know what kind of men we proved to be among you for your sake. You also became imitators of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much tribulation with joy of the Holy Spirit. 
recibieron el evangelio con poder. They, listen, they received the, the, the gospel with power. Y luego se convirtieron en imitadores del apóstol. And then they became imitators of the apostle. Y el apóstol dice, ustedes han imitado y recibieron el evangelio en tribulación. Uh, they became imitators, but they received the gospel in the midst of trials. ¿Qué es tribulación? What means a trial? ¿Cómo podemos definir lo que es una tribulación? How, how can we define when we are going through a tribulation? ¿Estás tú en tribulación? Perhaps you are dealing with a tribulation in your life. ¿Cómo sabes que lo que tienes es tribulación y no solo un pequeño problema? Uh, how do you know if what you're going through is a tribulation or perhaps it's just a small problem? Revisemos un poco la historia de esta iglesia. Let's check a little bit the story about this church. El apóstol estaba en Filipos. The apostle was in Philippi. Y ahí sucede dos de las más hermosas conversiones en el libro de los Hechos. And in that, in that town there were two of the most beautiful conversions in the New Testament. Lidia. Lidia. Y el carcelero. And the jailer. Pero, ¿por qué el carcelero se convirtió? But why the jailer came to God? Porque Pablo estaba en la cárcel. Because Paul was in the jail. Glorificando a Dios. Glorifying the Lord. Pero cómo entró Pablo a la cárcel? But how did Paul came into the jail? Antes de entrar a la cárcel, Before lo azotaron. Going jail, lo azotaron. He was beaten. Y recuerden que en el estilo de azote de aquel entonces, la espalda quedaba destruida. And remember that back in those years, being beaten in the back meant that your back was completely turned down. Los expertos sabían cómo azotar. The experts knew how to beat. The people. Solo dañaban las partes del lomo y de las nalgas. They only uh, damaged the upper part of the, of, the, of, the, of the back and the bottom. Nunca tocaban los órganos internos. They never touched the internal organs. Pero la parte de atrás estaba con heridas profundas. But all the upper part of the back, it was completely injured. Cuando en el libro de Hechos 16 dice que el, el carcelero se convirtió, In Acts 16, when it says that the jailer, when he came to Christ, verso 33 nos in verse 33 que says, curó las heridas de ellos. He healed his injuries. Luego vienen las autoridades que se enteran de que Pablo era ciudadano romano. Then the authorities come because they find out that he is a Roman citizen. Y le pide que se vaya de la ciudad a escondidas. And they ask him, hey, just, just get away from here. Él empieza su viaje hacia Tesalónica He's going in his journey to Tesalónica con la espalda destruida with his back totally shattered llega a Tesalónica when he gets to Tesalónica capítulo 17 de Hechos in chapter 17 of Acts y empieza a predicar el evangelio por tres semanas and he starts to preach the gospel for three weeks estoy seguro que las heridas no estaban sanas I'm pretty sure that the injuries in his back were not healed yet la gente en Tesalónica vio al apóstol Pablo en condiciones muy malas. Uh, the people in Tesalónica, when they saw Paul, Paul wasn't in great shape, honestly. Pero estaba predicando el evangelio. But he was preaching the gospel. Y la gente se convirtió. So people turned their hearts to Christ. Pero los judíos convocaron a gente mala, ociosa, perversa para perseguirlos a ellos. But the Jews They brought evil people to 
go after Paul. Llegan a la casa de Jason. When they get to the house where Paul was staying, no encuentran al apóstol. They don't find Paul in that place. Entonces se llevan al Jason y a los primeros convertidos a la casa. So they take the owner of the house and the first believers. Ellos pagan fianza para salir de la cárcel. They pay to be set free from jail. Y en esa noche le ruegan a Pablo que se vaya a Berea. And on that night they beg Paul to go to Berea. Para salvar su vida. To save his life. Eso era tribulación. That was a real trial. Querían matarlos. And basically they want to get rid of the believers. Por predicar el evangelio. Because they were preaching the gospel. Y Tesalónica está diciendo, ustedes recibieron la palabra e imitaron esta forma de vida. And in this letter in, in uh, Thessalonians, Paul is telling them, hey, you saw what I did and you wanted to imitate what I did. Es que solo recibiendo la palabra de Dios. It's just uh, by receiving God's word. Dios nos vuelve con un carácter fuerte. That God provides to these believers strong character. Son nuevos creyentes, no son adultos. They are fe. new believers. Pero entendieron que deben seguir a Dios a pesar de las tribulaciones. But they understood that they needed to follow God no matter the circumstances. Eso es vivir con fe. That's what means living with faith. Y una vez más enfatizo. And once again I want to emphasize. No necesitaron años de cristianismo para formar una vida de fe. They didn't need years in Christianity to live a life of, a life of faith. Creyeron y siguieron a Cristo. They believed and they followed Christ. Por eso es que Pablo daba gracias por esta iglesia. That's why God was, that's why Paul was giving giving thanks for this church. Una iglesia poderosa en fe. A powerful church in faith. La segunda característica en el verso 6. The second characteristic in verse 6. Uh, you also became imitator, imitators of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much tribulation with the joy of the Holy Spirit. Hasta verso 8 por favor down through verse uh, 7 and 8 so that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and, and, Achaia, and, and Achaia for the word of the Lord uh, has sounded forth from you not only in Macedonia and Achaia but also in every place your faith toward God has gone forth so that we have no need to say anything ellos no se quedaron con la buena noticia they didn't keep the good news just for themselves. No es solo yo soy salvo y ahora puedo vivir feliz. It was not just this matter of, uh, well, I am saved and now I can live a happily life. Ahora tengo que compartir esa fe. They understood, now I have to share this faith. Y su fe llegó a todos los lugares. And their faith reached, reached other places. Macedonia y Acaya es una región amplia. Uh, when uh, he's uh, mentioning in verse 8 these regions, Macedonia and Acaya, we're talking about a wider region. Es una actitud de una iglesia que entendió para qué nació. It's an attitude that reflects a church that understood what was their purpose on this earth. El evangelio debe llegar a todas partes. The gospel should, should reach everywhere. 
Donde tenga influencia, llevaré el evangelio. Wherever I have influence, I will bring the gospel. Esta iglesia entendió esto y amó con gozo el compartir la palabra de Dios. This church understood this concept and they found joy in sharing God's word. Verso 8 enfatiza que la palabra fue divulgada en todas partes. Notice that in verse 8, it's mentioning that the word was spread in different places. Pero lo importante del verso 8, but the importance of verse 8, no es que la iglesia se hizo famosa, is not that the church became famous. No es que las demás, los demás lugares hablaban de cómo ellos soportaron la persecución. It was not about how in other places they were talking how they endure persecution. No es de cuánta valentía tenían. It's, about, it's not about their boldness. O cuánto ha crecido esta iglesia. It wasn't about how much has grown this church. Sino que su fe fue conocida. It was about the fact that their faith was known. Es que la gente conozca nuestra fe. It's a matter of people getting to know our faith. Que la gente hable de la fe que tenemos en el Señor Jesucristo. That people may talk about the faith that we have in Jesus Christ. Él tiene que ser no solo el centro de nuestras vidas, sino el motivador de nuestras acciones. He has not only to be the center of our lives, but the one who is impulsing us uh, in our actions. Hace muchos años atrás, several years ago, en la iglesia cada domingo nos juntábamos después del culto para ir a evangelizar en diferentes lugares. At the end of the worship service uh, uh, in our church, we had a group that we stayed uh, to pray and to go and share the gospel in different neighborhoods. Un domingo decidimos ir al hospital más grande de la ciudad. One Sunday we decided to go to the most important hospital in town. Llegamos a la puerta del hospital. We got to the main entrance. Y nos organizamos para ir por diferentes lugares del hospital. And we split in teams to go through different areas of the hospital. Todos llevando nuestros folletos. All of us, we were carrying our evangelistic tracts. Veinte minutos después, estábamos todos de nuevo en la puerta. Twenty minutes later, all of us, we were back at the main entrance. Con nuestros folletos. And we had our booklets in our hands. Y decíamos, ¿qué pasó? And we were wondering, hey, what happened? Y uno decía, bueno, donde yo fui, todos ya tenían folletos y todos habían sido, habían, escucharon del evangelio. And somebody said, the wing where I was assigned, everybody already had an evangelistic tract. Lo mismo pasa por allá. And somebody else said, well, that's the same story with me. En fin, por todas partes del hospital. So it seemed like somebody had been there before us. ¿Y qué pasó aquí? And we were wondering, who did it? Entonces aparece un hermano de la iglesia. So there is one member of our church. Y me dice, pastor. And he told me, pastor. Todos los domingos yo vengo aquí a repartir folletos y evangelizar. Every Sunday I come to this hospital with evangelistic tracts and to talk to people. Every Sunday. Nosotros llegamos y todo ya estaba lleno de evangelio. So when we got there, people had already received the gospel. Noten que eso es lo que está diciendo Pablo. And this is somehow the idea that Paul is giving in this verse. Por donde yo voy, ustedes ya han llenado el evangelio. Basically, wherever I'm going, you, the people from Thessalonica, the believers, you already have come to spread the gospel. Una iglesia 
que entendió que debe compartir las buenas nuevas. A church that understood that they needed to share the good news. Esa era la característica de esta iglesia. This it was the characteristic of this church. Y tiene que ser nuestra característica. And actually, this should be the characteristic of each one of us. Y esa ha sido la característica de las iglesias aquí en Estados Unidos por muchos años. And for many years, it has been the characteristic of the church in America. Muchos de los salvados en América Latina hemos sido salvados por misioneros. Uh, many people in Latin America, like us, we came to know the Lord because missionaries coming from the U.S. bringing the good news. Porque han alcanzado con su influencia esos lugares. Because churches in America have reached other places with the influence of the gospel. Y tienen que seguir en ese camino. And hopefully, this church will continue this path. Es la característica de una iglesia fuerte. This is the characteristic of a strong church. Tercera característica. The third, the third characteristic. Todo lo hacían porque tenían una esperanza. They did everything because they had a hope. Versos 9 y 10. Verses 9 to 10. For they themselves report about us what kind of, of a reception we had with you and how you turned to God from idols to serve a living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, that is Jesus, who rescues us from the wrath to come. Recibir el evangelio en muchas partes de América Latina. To receive the gospel in different parts of Latin America. Ha significado un peligro mortal. It had meant at a mortal danger. En la ciudad donde vivo. In the town where I live. Existe dos cementerios. There are two cemeteries. Uno que es para todas las personas del pueblo. One that it's for everybody. Y otra es para los evangélicos. And the other one is for the evangelicals. Que han muerto a mano de estas personas. Who have died as a cause, as a cause of their faith for the general people. Porque ellos son malditos. Because the, 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 the believers, they were con, considered condemned. Por eso no pueden ni ser enterrados con los demás. That's why they cannot be buried with the rest of the people. Mucha gente ha dado su vida por el Señor Jesucristo. So a lot of believers have given their lives for the name of Jesus Christ. El verso 9 nos dice que estas personas de Tesalónica dejaron los ídolos. Uh, in verse 9 it says that these believers, they abandoned the idols. Y suena como algo bonito, dejaron la idolatría. And it sounds like something nice. Hey, they abandoned the idolatry. Pero la idolatría tiene esclavos muy salvajes. But the problem with idolatry is that it has very strong slaves. Que están dispuestos a matar a aquellos que abandonan la idolatría. That are willing to kill those that are willing to abandon the idols. Y eso pasa con nosotros. And somehow it happens with us. Cuando tenemos un ídolo en nuestro corazón, no when nos es have, fácil deshacernos. When we have an idol in our minds, it's so hard to get rid of it. Y podemos luchar contra aquellos que quieren sacar un ídolo de nuestros corazones. And we can fight against those who are trying to convince us to let it go. Pero estos hombres dejaron todo eso. But these believers, they decided to leave idolatry. Porque tenían una, los ojos puestos en Jesús. Because they set their eyes in Jesus Christ. 
El verso 10 dice que ese era su esperanza. In verse 10 it says that that was their hope, their hope. Jesucristo. Jesus Christ. Jesucristo es la persona que dirige mi vida. Jesus Christ is the person who drives my life. En Jesucristo deposito toda mi esperanza. In Jesus Christ I set all my hope. En Jesucristo deposito todos mis deseos. In Jesus Christ I set all my hopes. Solo por Jesucristo hago lo que hago. Only because of Christ I can do what I do. Y no es nada lo que yo hago. And it's not really much what I can do. En comparación de lo que él hizo por mí. In comparison for what he did Ellos for me. Entendieron. And these believers, they understood this concept. Jesucristo pagó un alto precio por nuestra salvación. Jesus Christ paid a high price for our salvation. Lamentablemente en América Latina se evangeliza mal a veces. Unfortunately in Latin America there's a wrong gospel. Y se dice que la salvación es gratuita. And it says that salvation is totally free. No fue free, no fue libre. It wasn't gratis. Le costó mucho a Jesús. There was a high price. Yo no pago. The blood of Jesus Christ. Of no. course, yes, I don't pay. A mí no me cuesta. It didn't cost me. Pero a él le costó. But it cost a lot. Su vida, su to sangre. Jesus Christ. To, his, to Jesus Christ, his life, his blood. Él ha hecho mucho por mí. He has done a lot no for solo us. Me ha dado salvación. Not only gave us the salvation. Me ha dado ministerio. But he has given me a ministry. Me ha dado propósito. He has given purpose to my life. Me ha dado dirección. Has given me direction in my life. Me ha liberado de la idolatría. Has set me free from idolatry. Tengo que seguir a Jesucristo. I must follow Jesus Christ. Y tengo que buscar que personas conozcan so, a Jesucristo. And I need to make sure that others may come to know him also. Su esperanza, su fe. His hope, his, uh, their hope, their faith. Estaba en Jesús. It was uh, established in Jesus Christ. Esa era la característica de esta iglesia. And these were the characteristics of this church. Y Pablo dice, cada que me acuerdo de ustedes. And Paul says, and each time I remember you. Recuerdo estas características. I remember these characteristics in chapter one. Doblo mis rodillas. I get on my knees. Quebranto mi corazón. I break my heart. Y doy gracias a Dios por esta iglesia. And I thank the Lord for this church. Porque es una iglesia que está haciendo lo que Dios quiere que Because haga. Because it's a church that is fulfilling God's will. Nuestras vidas tienen que estar al servicio de Cristo. Our lives should be at the disposition of God's will. Tal vez tú estás pasando una tribulación. Uh, perhaps this morning you are going through a trial. Que eso te convierta en ejemplo para otros. Hopefully this trial might become an example for others. Que eso te convierta en un imitador de Cristo. That this might make you seen as an imitator of Christ. Quien hizo todo por nosotros. Who did everything for you. Oremos. Let's pray. Querido Dios. Father. Te doy gracias por esta oportunidad. I thank you for this opportunity. De ver a una iglesia que nos da ejemplo a seguir. Of uh, finding in the scriptures a, a church that is giving us example to follow. 
Permítenos seguir ese ejemplo. Lord, give us the opportunity to follow that example. Permítenos vivir en fe. Give us the opportunity, Lord, to live in faith. Compartir tu verdad. To share your truth. Y por supuesto, mirar a Cristo. And to see Christ. Y vivir a Cristo. And live according to Christ. En nombre de Jesús. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.